today in our gospel reading, we're given an image of Jesus that is not very common to see in which he gets angry and rebukes the people and physically flips tables and drives people away. But to really understand why the frustration occurred, we must understand the reasoning behind it. Those people that were outside trading money, selling items, were meant for the sacrifice that was going to be taken place in the temple. If you were traveling thousands of miles away to the temple, you wouldn't carry your sacrifice with you because the sacrifice had to be seen as unblemished. And so what you would do is instead of going there, bringing your sacrifice, you would bring money enough to purchase that animal outside the temple and bring it in to sacrifice. The challenge then becomes the money that was used and needed to buy those items weren't Roman currency, but it was a currency meant for the temple. So think of it in the sense, if I was standing outside and telling you, you had to buy these animals to bring into the church so that when Father Flynn is celebrating mass, you get more graces, more blessings. You can't just bring in American dollars to buy these sacrifices, buy these animals and win kind of the pleasing um, overview of God. But what you're going to do is you have to exchange all of this. So instead of using American currency, it's going to be currency with Father Flynn's face on it. And doing so, then you get blessings from Father Flynn and all the sacrifices he offers. And so we see here Jesus get frustrated and flip tables and send them away because they lost sight of the purpose of all that. He's not mad and frustrated at the sacrifice and the need for sacrifice. He was frustrated at the fact that the sacrifice was used to exploit others. Instead of buying a goat out in you know, the normal farm area for $5, you get to the temple area and you're paying $50 for that same goat. That exploitation of people is the reason why Jesus is frustrated. So what does that mean for us in our daily lives? I think it's a very good example of our life and our devotions that we have in our life. Our prayer life. Because we hear Jesus says, my house shall be a house of prayer. It's meant for us to connect and relate and be in the presence of the divine. But the challenge becomes, what do we do with our devotion? What do we do with our prayer time? So many times we see and hear others say, oh, if you're not praying the rosary, you're going to hell. If you're not praying the divine mercy chaplet, you're going to hell. Or you're not going to be saved by God. If you're not wearing the brown scapular, if you're not doing X, Y, and Z devotions, you're going to hell or you're not going to be saved. But if we look at that mindset in our devotion and exploiting people for their own benefit and gain, let us pick any devotion that we have or can have. What is the purpose of that devotion? Those devotions are tools we use to help us relate, help us pray, and help us connect with the divine. It's tools for our relationship. It is not our relationship, period. Our devotions are not our relationship with God. Our devotions are tools in which we use to get to that relationship. 
or help us build that relationship. It was always interesting for me when in seminary, you hear seminarians tell each other, you have to pray the rosary. And so I always ask them, why pray the rosary? What's the significance of it? And they would say, all seminarians and as priests, you have to have a devotion to our Blessed Mother. And I asked them, why? They said, you just have to have a devotion to our Blessed Mother. And I'm trying to continue to ask them, who told you that? You know, all these great priests had these devotions to our Blessed Mother. And they quoted Fulton Sheen, John Paul II. And it was surprising because I asked them, what does our Blessed Mother do every time she appears and talks about the rosary? Everything she does points not to her, but points back to her son. Her rosary is meant to help mankind get to that relationship with her son. Each mystery we meditate on and that we look and pray through the rosary is not focused on our Blessed Mother. That repetition we have in the prayers of the Hail Mary helps us chew and focus on the mystery we're entering into in that rosary. So all our devotions are meant to help us build that relationship with God. But in some sense, it has become a tool of exploitation, a tool of punishing our brothers and sisters and saying that we're better or we're holier than, than others because we have a devotion, because they don't have a devotion. So my dear brothers and sisters, as we come to the end of our liturgical year, Yesterday, we were reminded of how we act. Today, we're called and asked and invited to look at how we live out that life. Do we have a relationship with him using the tools of devotions necessary for us to build a relationship with him so that we can have a conversation with him through the devotions? Or are we using the devotions to exploit others, to compare ourselves to others, to say holy are thou over others? Today we're reminded that that's not the case. Prayer, that relationship with God is the most important thing. Everything else uh, helps us in that relationship. So let us look again at our relationship and see how well we are living if we don't have a relationship with him, let us resolve to do so. If we use this devo these devotions we have, we pray as the end all be all, then let us make resolve to use those prayers not as the end all be all, but tools to help us in our relationship with God. And if we don't have a relationship with God, let us take and begin to have a resolve today to begin to cultivate, to nourish, to flourish in that relationship together with him. Amen.